Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. The federal government was created by the states. There's a reality that we have to come to terms with. The United States government is a corporation. And as a corporation, its assets include you, the United States citizens. That's why it has the right to tax you, your labor, and your property. Some even go so far as to say that we, the citizens, are property of the government. And we have the security that backs us all federal debts. I reached out to a man named Charles Miller, who has a website called the Public Trust 1776.org. I want Charles to discuss this issue, and let's start out by answering this question. Charles, does the United States government have the right to use us as security for its debt to tax us? No. American experience is based on a hierarchy that's very simple to understand. First of all, there's a creator. Second of all, there's me. Third of all, there would be us. You and I saw uh, John and the others in your office, my office, or anybody else we see is going to Then there would be our agreement. Then there would be the memorialization of our agreement. Then there would be the instruction itself of the state. D.C. and New York, D.C. and Washington, in my case, and then the entities underneath that do legislative, executive, and judicial. So you and I, uh, together, we made an agreement to create an artificial person for a single point purpose to protect our life, our liberty, and our property. Nowhere in that construction document did we grant the authority from the government to rule us in any part of our lives. And the reason for that is very, very simple. I don't hold the power to tell you to be your wife in public on Sunday afternoon or to uh, be your children three days a week in front of the school or to cut your hair a certain way. If I don't have the power to rule you in any way whatsoever, how can I have given it to the government that I created? It's really that simple. Well, the, the argument is that it comes through the Congress, that, we, that the Congress has given powers to issue laws and that those laws then govern us. Well, uh, I don't care about the federal Congress because I have no legal relationship with them. The federal government was created by the states. That's where the legal relationship lay. I have a legal relationship with the state. And if you read the state constitution, it says they can make laws. And then there's some identified sections of things that they cannot touch. But I'm not identified as the subject of their powers whatsoever. But they all are official persons of paper and words. If the power that they have is not listed in that document, they don't have it. Well, let's go back. Yeah, so the expansion of powers, as we know, the federal government's powers has largely come through the Commerce Clause, right? The idea that states were supposed to have uh, sovereignty over their states. 
concluding that you're the IRS for not paying your taxes? Well, I spent four and a half years in federal prison, and I have a phony that set of charges by the feds, and they recognized the mistake. Mr. Holder ordered me out in 2009, and they brought up taxes to me then, and I made it three pages. What are you going to hear in Colorado? Supposedly, bank fraud, wire fraud, mail fraud. Um, I was attempting to clean up some of this bank problem way back in the early 90s in the international bank system, and uh, they thought I was dangerous while I was doing it. But they actually said the system beat you in that case. Well, I'm still here, and they fall apart, so who's winning? So how did you ultimately get out? You said Holder uh, was involved in releasing you, or what was this? What was the case? Uh, it's uh, uh, 109 and if you look at those records, you'll find that the criminal code was never passed by Congress, and these certified records are there. And I sued the Department of Justice for false imprisonment and the acts on the yard. The internal affairs told me the holder, uh, holder ordered me out, but I couldn't be in prison anymore. So really, so Eric Holder, the head of the Justice Department, ordered you out. That's what I was told by the cops on the yard. I was in seven different federal institutions over 12 and a half years. Wow. And so during this time, you were really able to study and go deep as to how, how the banking system functioned. I mean, we maybe won't talk about how the Federal Reserve Bank, the private bank, privately owned, right? Uh, the United States government borrows from it, and again, it uses the United States citizens as uh, collateral, in a sense, for that, for the for the borrowing. But the United States government itself doesn't have any money of its own. Does it? It's property of its own. It only claims it only has what claim, only claims to be property, which I suppose would be the U.S. citizens they would make a claim to that. Well, let's go back to the corporate structure again. This is very simple stuff. All corporations are created the same way. The intent of a man to create an artificial person for specific items. A corporate charter, uh, if it does not have some power to the corporation, the corporation doesn't have it. The federal corporation doesn't have authority to contract with you. It's not listed in the corporate document. If you read federal motives or foreign corporation documents, it says it has a power to contract and own property. There's nothing like that in the federal constitution. The only thing that's listed in federal constitution is a property issue is property owned or transferred to the federal government for specific purposes. So in the case of the Federal Reserve, then, would you say that the currency which we believe the currency is property of the Federal Reserve. It's a, basically a bank that goes back to the loss of the Federal Reserve, right? Mm -hmm. So do you then use the Federal Reserve's currency in your daily, tra daily transactions? Do you, do you recognize the Federal Reserve banknote as, as currency, as sovereign currency? No, I don't recognize it as sovereign currency. I recognize it as private money. And if I'm hiring you for a job and you're willing to take it, that's fine with me. It's your choice. And so, far, and so far, and as a result, right now America and Americans are all functioning based on the idea that we are accepting the value of the dollar. We are accepting the idea of the dollar as having sovereignty in our system. But I don't think we can do that. Uh, I, I wouldn't go near that far. What I would say is that it's a private currency that we're forced to be uh, forced to use 
that the whole world is forcing these basically at their currency reserve under a set of international treaties that they had in Redwood in 1944. Remember, the currency reserve and the 60% bubble in every central bank in the world is the U.S. dollar. Well, there really isn't a U.S. dollar, but it's the Federal Reserve dollar. So the Federal Reserve basically controls 60% of all the central banks. And is that perhaps a problem the rest of the world has to the U.S. dollar at the moment? I think that would be a good place to start looking at that. So if that's a situation, then if the Fed took your labor, give it to the Federal Reserve without your consent, and all of these banks around the world are holding your labor, are you going to credit to those banks or the better? Well, we are. We are all debtors in this system, and the government is taking our currency and they're taking our labor, which is which is which is represented in the currency that we earn. No, I don't get it exactly the opposite. They took my labor and turned it into their private currency. But they took my labor without consent on the creditor because they took it for me. I didn't sell it to them. I didn't give it to them. If I did, she's probably worried for that. I'm the creditor. So essentially, the, the construction, as you're looking at it, is the powers in the hands of labor. And the, the power of and every individual and their labor, what they're able to produce as a, as a sovereign, correct? Well, it doesn't matter whether you're sovereign or not. Here's the bottom line there's only two assets on the planet raw materials that were changed with the planet that the Creator gave us to use. We, as a, a society that goes through planet wide, have an agreement to let some people say they own it and use that property, that land, whatever. The other asset on the planet is labor, where you can take the uh, a tree, cut it down, rip it up into lumber, paint it, plant it, and build a terrace off. The tree can't build anything. Uh, the only one that can build anything is a man. So if you really understand the asset base, it's very simple. All ecclesiastic, legal, political, and commercial structures are management of labor and asset. So where is the real value? It's in the system. It's my labor stored in some physical item. And yet, as the system is not constructed, we are essentially debt slaves of a government that really doesn't even have the power, but is being loaned money from a, from a private bank called the Federal Reserve. Well, what did they loan? Can you identify anything that the Federal Reserve had to loan out? I can't. They never used balance sheet. They never showed us any assets that they put on the line. Well, so presumably they're supposed to have gold backing the paper, right, that they issue as, as uh, you know, that. Snicker, uh-huh. And that's exactly what we hope will come out in time. But at this point, who... From your analysis, can you tell who's really who really owns the Federal Reserve or controls the Federal Reserve Bank? I suspect it's a very small group of uh, very ancient family bloodlines that are spread throughout the world. Um, I would suspect that there's less than 500 of them. I know that their managers sit and run us through unconditional bank of international settlements. Uh, in uh, Basel, Switzerland, that was created to manage all these central banks. It runs through London and the administration, which is a separate jurisdiction for Great Britain, independent. 
administered by the various state governments or nation's governments around the world. Um, what do you want to call them? I don't really care. Uh, the bank system is based on accounting, and we have, what I'm interested in is some good accounting. I want to see somewhere why anyone can take my labor without my consent and use it and have someone else accept it. If that's the case, that's actually happening, then I'm a slave, aren't I? Well, I refuse to be a slave. I ask the questions. If they can't tell me, they're slavers. You say you've never paid taxes. Did you realize this when you were a young man? I mean, at what point did you come to the, to the realization of your, of your own power over the system? Well, it's a voluntary system with an IP tax. 
taxes and ultimately I'm a sovereign over this government. Um, I, I will refuse to obey the laws. The government has no right to tell me, for example, to buckle my seat belt or not smoke marijuana. I mean, how do, how do we essentially protest? Is, it, is this simply by waking up to the fact that we have sovereignty or is it enough to break the laws, uh, voluntary disobedience in a sense? What is, what is the way forward? In my mind, there's a couple of simple principles that control most of this. Um, I was raised in Montana in farm communities and uh, very small cities. There's only two kinds of people, those that stand up and those that bend over. If you're going to be a free man, it requires your personal responsibility for all of your actions, all of your omissions, and it requires you to be responsible to everyone around you. In other words, the genius of the American system gets to understand that for me to have my liberty, I must protect yours. Then we stand together. The single most important thing I can say to anyone is go back and read where this started, what the principles are, the Declaration of Independence. And you will find that the governments are created by consent of the governed. All right? If you don't consent to something that's done by force, you're a slave. So, just ask them if you're a slave or not, and if they can force you to consent. And see what the answers are. Just check this out for yourself. Try it out on your local cop and give you a traffic ticket or check, or uh, go to any public office and ask them to yeah. check it out. Yeah. force me to agree with your rules. If you can, am I a slave? See what happens. Tell them an education tool for yourself. I'm going to guarantee you. It's courageous actions. Uh, are you pushing? Are you, are you pushing any other uh, course as far as movements or um, uh, anything that would we'll be able to, to see or, or demonstrations of this? Um, we've got some more issues we can help people with. Um, right now, the hottest item I think would be internet and phone privacy. There's a very simple mechanism that we're constructing at the moment to place the provider your Verizon or your phone provider or your ISP or whatever uh, into a situation where they're going to be liable for giving the information to the government if it's used against you. Let's be realistic here. There's no way we're going to stop them from gathering all the information they choose. What we can do is put the legal mechanisms of the American legal system in place so that information, when it's gathered illegally, cannot be used against you. And we know how to do that. Um, we've also developed a product of owning your own boat, where you would have a legally enforceable contract with uh, your elected officials. And there's also a mechanism to own your own body and uh, bar anyone from trespass upon it in medical issues. Um, those are all available right now. The best way to get in touch with you would be through the website, the uh, the public, it's www.thepublictrust1776.org. Correct. Uh, my email there is Charlie. It's uh, spelled a little different, C-H-A-R-L-E-Y, at thepublictrust1776.org. And drop me an email, and uh, we'll send you out some information for free that you can look at for yourself. You know, my obligation, because of all of the training I've had at the federal expense, can we say, and before, is uh, to create a clean money system and a clean legal system so everybody has a safe place to make it cost. Because we cannot um, 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.